0: Welcome to Sumo Mainichi. It's day five of Aki Basho in Tokyo. My name's Amy and today I'm not here with Dave. I'm by myself in Melbourne, Australia, but I'm here with Rob instead. How are you, Rob?
1: I am doing very good, Amy. Thank you very much. How are you? This uh, nice cold Australian evening, this very hot Tokyo evening.
0: It's quite balmy in Australia, I have Ah. to say. In Melbourne in particular, we have this thing called false spring where it gets really Mm. warm early. Everyone gets really excited. We all go outside into the parks. Everyone gets hay fever. We all get very excited. (laughs) (laughs) And then it goes back to being cold again. So nobody is sure at this stage whether it is false spring now or whether this is actual spring. But today was a (laughs) very nice day. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. So how are you sumo-wise as well? That's my second question.
1: Oh, sumo-wise, I'm, I'm as always, overwhelmed with the joy <laughs> that is the, the Basho. Every two months, we have to wait all these six weeks, and we get all excited. and now you just got to let out all that excitement, and you still only have two weeks to watch. It feels like we're already at the very end of it, but we're still on day five, and I, I know I need to pace myself, and I'm very much in the, the vortex of sumo in general,
0: yeah,
1: you <laughs> don't I even need to be
0: <laughs> with a particular ricochet in the vortex. You're just in the sumo vortex.
1: Is there a mawashi? Because I'm in the vortex. <laughs> That's all I need.
0: <laughs> Hold on for dear life. And you're going right in week two. You're you're going to go a couple yeah. days.
1: Yeah. So I got I got two days that I get to be there next week. Um I'm going to be there on day ten. And day thirteen, um, in the box seats on the first floor there. So if there's any other sumo mainichi fans that are are going to be there on day ten or day thirteen, hit me up. Maybe we can um, we can grab a beer and, and say hi and watch some sumo together.
0: Wear your t shirt. You've got a t shirt, right? Uh oh, no t shirt.
1: I have, have t shirts. I do have t shirts. least <laughs> I
0: hope so. <laughs> it's hot, but you know, not sure. not the sure. one, one, yeah, one half naked
1: foreigner. That'll be me. <laughs> I know, no, that's my one shame as a guest host of Sumo Mainichi is I do have my enamel pin on my bag every day, mm-hmm. of course, but mm-hmm. I know I got to get my my T-shirt and, and represent appropriately yep. for the next Basho so that we can all get on uh, Abimar NHK next time.
0: Well, I mean, probably for doing all of this, we could send you one, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll get onto that. We'll get onto that. But if you want to hit Rob up, he is, um, you're on uh, Twitter or X as Rob Mark, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I'm I'm, I'm on there. I, I follow a bunch of sumo channels, but I don't really do much posting. But yeah, if, if you if you want to hang out, um, Facebook or or Twitter X, whatever you want to call it, uh, Rob mock on both of them. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, it'd be good to see anybody there if you're around. Let me know.
0: Great. Well, let's get into the days at Sumo because there were were some absolute crackers today and it started off with one I was really looking forward to that we previewed yesterday, Atami Fuji versus Tsurugisho. Tsurugisho, we haven't been talking about at all, but he's Mm. in form as is Atami Fuji. And Tsurigesho went straight on the belt. He looked super strong. He hauled Atami Fuji forwards, tried to throw him on the edge. And while Atami Fuji was able to evade for a few seconds, he was really strong on the bales. He couldn't Mm -hmm. forever. And he went over. So that uh, gave Atami Fuji his first loss.
1: Yeah, I was happy to see show in form. He's, he's always one of my underdog favorites. Me and, and too, he's actually. had a rough start. Yeah, right?
0: I right? like him. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, of course we want the young blood, the up-and-comers. You know, we, we need our next generation of, sure. of sumo leader, leaders. But, yeah, just seeing show get in there and say, no, you, you don't get a perfect score anymore. I'm, I'm just going to mess that up for you. I, yeah, I'm just a I big
0: guy, <laughs> and I'm here to do sumo, and I'm here to knock you off the top
1: exactly it was a great match it was a good effort from him i liked it it was really nice so next up just a, a quick uh mention honorable mention for aoyama picking up his first win here on day five uh Finally. It was nice to see against nishiki fuji yeah it was a, a quick match done quickly um nishiki fuji came in hard but uh aoyama just knew what to do backed off off to the right let him uh take himself out and give him a little a little tap on the back uh to pick up his first win of the basho. It was what do nice you think's happening
0: with uh, Aoyama? Anything wrong, or just not not informed? Retirement? No, well he's thirty-seven.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean he's getting up there. It's we. I'd like to see see him stay in Makuchi a bit longer and and pick up a couple more wins, but he just doesn't. Uh... Seem to have it in him thus far. But Shonichi today,
0: his first win, yeah. so that's good news for him. Takara nice Fuji, we often see him uh, very defensive, but he was on the offense today against Saden Umi. He got on the belt, both hands, mm. for his third win. Uh, their record against each other now, 16-7. So Takara Fuji dominating mm. Umi and did again today. Both of these guys finishing up at three and two. We had Mio come up against Hokusého. Now I, I'm i enjoying every single one of Hokusého's matches this time around because <laughs> they're really back and forth. We're getting to see so many techniques against him, but then him coming back and uh, winning in new and different ways. Mio today, he went on the belt. He stood Hokusého right up under the arms and he used those strong calves, <laughs> Mio to mm. advantage. And... Uh, he beat Hoxeho.
1: Yeah, I mean, talking about Hoxeho's technique, I think that's really the the point of the discussion. There is it. What what is it with him and these these headlocks, especially? That's the second headlock. Yeah. in five days. Yeah, he wraps his elbows
0: him. around their. I'm doing it now. Nobody can see it, but you wrap. He wraps his elbows around their heads. Yeah, is he Oh, today to it, was, it was
1: full in, He had he had the arm around and mm. he had the other arm locked over. Mm. I thought we were going to see some some classic WWF yeah. who knows what going on there when he got around like that but I don't know dude and I was thinking like I mean I, I've only been watching sumo for a few years but I don't think we really ever see like, like headlocks like headlocks like that where someone just pins them in like that it seems like I mean, Hokusei was always something with him. Last basho, you know, it was the the one arm on the back of the belt and just kind of lifting yeah. and pulling and tugging. It's always something different, but
0: yeah, he's learning. Maybe he's trying different things out. I mean, he is. He tails over everybody, so he can basically yeah. get his elbows around every single person's head fairly easily. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's just that.
1: Just I guess if you got it, use it right.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> Mio Giryu, I didn't write down their scores, but I can find them. Mio Giryu is three and two, Hokuseiho two and three. Is that a few losses in a row for him? No, he's gone loss, mm. win, loss, win, loss. So, you so no uh, to see
1: tomorrow. Spoilers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Alright then uh next uh we had Endo and Kim Bozan, and this was another one of the leaders going into day five. Kim Bozan was on four and zero coming into this, and uh you know Kim Bozan just came in strong, but Endo was able to hold off all of his attacks. Endo trying to get in on the belt, Kim Bozan trying to push him and take him back, Endo not letting him get what he wants to done, and yeah, just just Kim Bozan had no answer for it. Endo gets in low. Uh, gets him back to the bells and takes him right over and, and takes uh, Kim Bozan off the leaderboard, knocking him back to, to four and one.
0: Yeah, he was in that awful position, Kim Bozan, wasn't he, of not being able to finish off his mm. opponent, where he does so well, you get to the edge and you're either on the back foot or off balance in another way and just can't finish your opponent off, and then endo, it was all endo from there.
1: Yeah, Ray, it was right after they got on the bells wasn't it? We see Kim Bozan kind of... He maybe went in for the belt, but Endo got completely out of it. And then you could see him go for a pull. And yep. yeah, just then that's when Kim Bozan is is out of and he had a good start, but he just didn't know what to do in the, the second half of it there. Did he? I guess that's experience versus versus uh power.
0: Yep. So Kim Bozan, as you said, taken off the leaderboard. He's four and one. Endo mm. with a I'd call this a much needed win for him by Yorikiri. <laughs> He's two and three. Ah. Oh. Mitaumi next. I have to Uh-oh. ask before we start: Where are you Uh-oh. at with Mitakeumi? Because uh, I am way back on board. I, it doesn't take much for me to get back on the train, <laughs> and I'm back on.
1: Toot toot. I'm probably the same. Yeah, I know. I was a big Mitaumi fan at, at the beginning of his uh, his run before he was coming up to Ouzeki. I, I enjoyed cheering for him, trying to see him keep the rank, and then and then get out of Kadoban, And by the time he was back down to Seikiwake, I was kind of just, oh, whatever happens, happens at this point. I, I think I kind of lost the momentum and you didn't really yeah, see it you're from wrong, yet.
0: You're wrong. Yeah? <laughs> Straight out wrong.
1: No, <laughs> you know, no. Just, what, why am I wrong? Stay with him.
0: Stay with him. <laughs> trust. Mitakimi, trust.
1: I should have. I know. And there it was. And I, I dropped off. And yep, I'm kind of, I'm trying to to, to hold back as much as I can, but he's showing a lot of good promise. He's kind of showing us again what what got him to Ozeki in the he sure first is. place. And-, and
0: losing yesterday, uh, Dave and I said that we we enjoyed that. We thought that was good. Takes him back down under the radar, uh, gives him a little mm. bit more spirit and enthusiasm for today. And he pulled it off. He came up against Midori Fuji, held up Midori Fuji's arms, and stopped. Midori Fuji being able to push him back. Uh, he knew what position he wanted to get into. I think Uh Umi, he always wants to be pushing at the chest and he did mm. manage to get his hands on the chest of Midori Fuji and shove him out. So that takes him to four and one. I love that comeback win after a lost day. Midori Fuji though, no good. He's uh, one and four.
1: All right, next up, I want to give another honorable mention. Again, I, I think I just like the honorable mentions, but um, Hiradumi and Oho, both one and three going into today, and it was just another sad match of sumo, or so we thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or so we thought with those records, but I really liked what we saw from both of them today. Yeah. It was just a lot of energy, Uh. Despite their their records, you know. Hirado umi was trying to get low and inside, uh, get in on the belt and do something. Oho was trying to keep him up, uh keep Hiroda Umi up and vertical, and they were just having this back and forth, who's gonna get the advantage, and in the end it was Oho. He he gets him back and takes uh takes Hirado umi out. And it was just it was just good effort from from two one and three, Rikishi. Uh, and I really liked it. I just I liked the the fighting spirit of the match, and it kind of got me. Again, the, the just the vortex of of sumo oh, was was, was strong. I it can barely see match. you right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. this This was a fantastic uh, bout between these two. I like when Oho is encouraged by his impo- opponent to get mm. get physical and get strong and get active. He can, mm-hmm. you know, little be a little bit on the down low. And somebody like Hiradumi, who is always so active, makes sure that his opponent responds and i think that's what we saw from these two today i was mm. pleased that ho got the win it was a good look for him he moves to two and th- three hirudumi struggling but as we mm. always say it looks like he's going to win every bout and then he loses a lot at the moment <laughs> but the spirit is there next we saw uh, takiyasu up against Shimanumi, it was these two's first time meeting, speaking of uh, new blood
1: oh, yeah. into
0: uh, Makuchi, Takeyasu strayed off the touchy eye. He knew he had to get something quick here and he did. He got a strong inside left grip and Shonanomi is a big guy. He managed to break mm. it, but still mm. uh, Takiyasu didn't panic. Sometimes we see him just to get a little bit hectic, but today he Really kept his cool, which is a good sign for him, and was able to drop Shonanumi to the ground and move to four and one. Great news!
1: Yeah, and I think me. that's a really good <laughs> point that you make about Takayasu keeping his cool and his experience, because that's what it was with um Shimanomi. Had the chance to pull Takayasu down. Takayasu avoids it, keeps his cool. Shimanomi coming back in, and then he pulls. Takayasu pull It was just a good, I think classic example again of experience um prevailing on the dohyo. and it was just it was it was good to watch. I liked seeing Takayasu teach Shimanomi a bit of a lesson yeah, about something that it he'll too. hopefully benefit from in the future. <laughs> I think
0: so. I think he's going to be watching these tapes, uh, Shonanomi. He mm-hmm. is two and three, Yasu four and one, as I mentioned before. Now I'm going to give away this next bout. I'm going to give away the result. It's Gonoyama Onosho mm-hmm. because I want to talk mm-hmm. to you about something else that mm-hmm. you've uh, brought up with me. Uh, Gonoyama <laughs> gets the win. He doesn't let Onosho get into his rhythm he pushes him out Onosho can't get anything going but the specific part of this bout that you're interested in was the touchy eye I want you to take me through your thinking there
1: okay I hope everybody is ready you're all sitting down (laughs) we all have our drinks out we all have an extra hour and a half of sumo manichi time today (laughs) because this is conspiracy theory rob time Okay. This is Sumo mainichi correspondent, on the ground, conspiracy theory, tinfoil hat, Robert, reporting to on, you live. <laughs> on,
0: you <know? laughs>
1: okay, I'm, I'm going a little bit overboard, but that's only because I'm like three sake deep. But <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I've noticed this once before. This is only the second time I've noticed it with Gonoyama. There's something in his tactics around the shikiri and the tachi eye that I think is really key in these these high impact high impact to the to the results of the basho matches and i've only seen him do it once before but so what happened today first with ono show is when they're lining up on the shikiri gonoyama has one fist down you know maybe for new new fans it's it's important to mention you know when you both put both hands down and you both line up that's when you go but you have to touch both fists to the dirt before you move and so gonoyama has one fist down and Onosho has a very specific way that he goes into his tachiya. He he leans down, he gets ready, he crosses his hands together, and he swipes them down, and he comes up hard. That's always, if you watch him every day, he's got, he starts with his hands on like an X, swipes them to the dirt, and then comes up for the push. And Gonoyama just sat there with one fist on the line and did not put his other fist down. And, and Onosho was ready. He had his hands crossed. He was waiting. For Gonoyama to put his other fist down. And he didn't do it. So Onosho finally gives up and puts one fist down. And then Gonoyama puts his down. And then they go. And I think that just completely threw Onosho off his normal game. And the reason I bring this up as such a sticking point for me. Is because I think it was in. In what was it? March or May. When Gonoyama won the the judo Yusho. Mm. Against uh, then Ochi Ochi mm-hmm. and uh, Gonoyama had the big. Uh, playoff at the end of judo, And they did the same thing where they both went to lean in to tap down and Gonoyama pulled back for an instant. And and uh, Hakuoho kind of froze and then Gonoyama goes back in. They both touched down and and it was good. I mean, it was still a good match and, and Hakuoho put up a really good fight on the Tawara, but he lost. And I think that made such a big impact on the outcome of that match. The ai does. It's, you know, a lot of the Nikishi and Oyakata say that's 50, 60, 70, 80% of of the match. Yeah, and just, you know, both of them going in as potential leaders today and seeing him do that again, it just, I was, I'm not saying it's dirty or anything, but just I think it's something that... I mean,
0: the two words you used before were conspiracy theory. Now, I'm going to say it's absolutely... nothing to do with that it's very clever it's strategy yeah it's tactics it's mind yeah. games you know we see guys sometimes uh go back down and just stare you know the stare off for a long time mm-hmm. there's ones where they yeah as you say they refuse to put down their fists but i think what's clever about gono yama is that he knows when to do it and he knows yeah. he's very good at doing it I'd I think that's
1: why I bring it up that that riles me up, and I'd be curious to see what other what other listeners think mm. about that if if they agree or not. But the thing that riles me up about it is it feels dirty. It's a mind game. It's a good tactic. I I get it, but it's not it's not a stare down. It's not a making your opponent wait. It's it's like a little hinge hiccup go. You know, there's yeah. there's that, yeah, that, yeah. that hiccup in there that kind of gets to me. It feels like it feels like a henka. You I know guess
0: I mean? Sumo is on a, an honesty scale, isn't it? And, and, That's the you problem, know, isn't you, it? Yeah. When you're Wakamoto Haru and you just do good honest Sumo, then you never do that. Yep. <laughs> Although he doesn't mind a stare down. But uh, yeah. these kind of things are, are clever, I think, and are mm. a way of um, it's so much a psychological game. The touchy eye, as you say, is 70, 80, 90% of... Mm. <laughs> uh, many matches at least and to get a slight advantage there especially over an opponent who's in form why yeah. wouldn't you so i guess it's something similar to well probably not quite as bad as a hanker but those those little things you do to gain an advantage in sport i think exactly. it's a clever one from gonoyama well he gets the win today and he uh, serves on osho his first <laughs> loss and both of these guys uh, are four and one. And really interesting to analyse Touchy, I like that. I think it's uh, very cool. Now, Short Eye came up next against Ura. He won yesterday, Short Eye. Who was he going to beat? Only a little guy called <laughs> you? No worries at all. Uh, but today he was up against Ura. And lo and behold, it's two days in a row. And he was able to absorb Ura's charge and drop him down to the dirt. And I've got two words for you. It's Shodai, come back.
1: Yes. Where's my Where's my backpack? I got my Shodai keychain. I'm going to yes. display it much more proudly from now on.
0: Put your <laughs> keys on it. If all your keys in the whole house aren't on that keychain, I don't know who you are.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it reminded me watching that match when um, Hakuho first retired and, and became an Oyokareniki when he was first um doing the, the commentaries on NHK and and they were asking him what they thought about Shodai and everything and uh and he said um you know he's very respectful and, and fearful of of Shodai's I, may, I can't remember the wording exactly, but I remember him talking about Shodai on the on the bales and watching out for Shodai on the bales and, and everything and and yeah that, just this match happy. was was a perfect example of, of Shodai on the bales. It was it was Uda's Tachiai. It was Uda on the offense. And when they got to the Tawada, I just went, yeah, okay, we're done. See you later. See you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's so smooth. I was great.
0: I loved it uh Oz- sorry did you say ozeki sumo i don't know about
1: that i might, I might have i might have <laughs> i think that <laughs> might, might be a sta- little too excited let's,
0: <laughs> let's keep Shodai in perspective here and as a huge Shodai i fan uh, i'm the one providing that perspective <laughs> both of these guys are 2 and 3 now hokuto fuji came up next and he was fired up today wasn't he
1: yeah he really came into it and i just even the match itself i mean he had Good energy, good offense. But, you know, we all know Hokuto Fuji's um preparation, his ritual before the match, the slaps, the face slaps, and everything, and the little prayer with the salt. And he's a very recognizable, yeah, he's locked in that, that regard.
0: down, that routine. He does it yes, so yes. every single time now. I love it. It's great.
1: And I noticed this time, I just, that's why I bring it up is when they went to line up at the Shikiri again, he squats down and he just, slaps his thigh so hard that you could hear it on the TV and the whole audience cheered for the thigh slap that he gave in, in, in the ring, in the shikiri. It's not part of his usual ritual, but it's like, Oh, he's, he's in full, full energy mode. This is Hokuto Fuji to the, to the max. He loves to
0: slap that guy. <laughs>
1: yes, he does. Unfortunately he loves them a little bit uh, too much though, because uh, his opponent today meisei went ahead and slapped him right on down to the dirt and that was a a win for meisei but definitely a, a good effort from hokuto fuji you could see he wanted to keep that momentum um from the Nagoya Basho, and meisei is not giving him the opportunity and that takes him one off of the uh the leader pack putting him yeah, at three two and two, and two losses at
0: two in four. a row mm. uh sekiwake Show. And uh, one may say, so a little bit disappointing maybe for him, but I'm sure he'll come yeah. back. Into the Sanyaku, it was Yo. Daesho up against Takonosho. And perhaps surprisingly to many people, including myself, Daesho was overrun by Takanosho. And on the first watching at full speed, as is sometimes the case, I had no idea what happened. Takonosho <laughs> just looked like he was stumbling forward. Um, yeah. I think one of the keys was that he wasn't moving backwards, <laughs> which is sometimes a good thing in sumo. <laughs> he was pretty steady against Daesho's thrusts and Norua, and in the end he kind of just fell forward, and uh, Daesho had nowhere to go.
1: I felt he got a little bit lucky, yeah, when, when you said when he fell forward like that, he fell right into Daesho's chest. And I think that got Daesho just at a moment of, of unbalanced or or his center of gravity just being at that sweet spot where um takanosho could take him back because yeah this this is like the the you show dae show that you know we see when he gets this pushing and thrusting going there's no stopping him it, it was that sumo today for sure and i felt like takanosho got pretty lucky there yes. <laughs> yeah I-
0: Totally agree. Uh Daesho, he's uh like Hokuseho, he's uh one on, one off uh mm. so far. So a loss today, maybe he'll grab a win tomorrow. Uh <laughs> both of these guys are two and three. Toby Saru came up next against Konoaka. They were Indeed. replaying a few Konowaka bouts on the NHK coverage um tonight. I think they were sort of hyping him up as someone who was doing really well. But Mm. that meant it was all the more surprising when Tobizaru came up against his chest, kind of, you know, went body to body with Konoaka. Not the best idea, but then he backed right off and went for the Haruki Komi, stood Konoaka up and pulled him straight down. Was a win for Tobizaru.
1: Yeah, there wasn't. I had to go back and I'm even watching the replay right now. It Felt like it should have been a more high energy match than it was. Kotonowaka didn't really come in that hard. No, he didn't do anything to no. to get himself into the position where he'd be sent out like that. It, it was just lazy, kind of,
0: perhaps to not.
1: Yeah, I don't know what was going on there, but yeah, you can't be lazy against Toby Zardu because he will do anything and everything to to get himself a win. But I don't know. I think Kotonowataka kind of just handed it to him today. He just kind of walked himself out more than more than anything so a bit I of a disappointment so. for the the rising star that they want kotonowaku to be
0: and that was his first bout against asanyaku so uh everyone else he's fought has been magashira rank so to lose against uh the uh new not shin Komasubu, but he's back to Komusubi mm-hmm. for the first time in a while toby zaru uh not not what he would have wanted to happen tonight that is Three wins and two losses for both of these guys.
1: All right. Next up on the board, we had Wakamoto Haru and Nishikigi. And man, did I love this match. Now, we had a lot of good sumo today. We have. And I know we have some matches to talk about that are, are going to continue us into the to the vortex that is sumo. But at the moment we watch this match, I know I, I put into the notes, my first comment was, this is just a goddamn good sumo. <laughs> great, I just really liked the yeah, it was just it was just classic chest to chest, hard tachi they both got the left hand inside it, so it was just who's gonna overpower who uh and they were just both going straight against each other, uh Wakamoto Haru got Nishikigi up on the bales and just driving him down. you could see Nishikigi knees bending at the knees, trying to keep himself from being just crumbled into the dirt, and he held on well, but Wakamotoharu Haru managed to reposition, get up under Nishikigi, and send him out and over. And yeah, that's just, oh, that's what you like to see. Just just good, classic good, chest Honest chest. sumo. Yeah, wasn't it? There it is. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wakamoto Haru on the belt. The last uh, two bouts against Nishikigi, he has lost. So in uh, May and mm. July. So an important win for him in the scope of this tournament yeah. but also against Nishikigi to be able to come back and, and beat him after yeah. those couple of times and a lovely moment at the end I thought where these two obviously you always see them um, if they're fit on the Junyo and hanging out together they're two of mm-hmm. the more social uh, rikishi who you just always see mucking around and having fun <laughs> and they sort of clasped hands Wakamoto Haru stopped Nishikigi from going out further. And
1: yeah
0: I, I love those moments. Was I'm always good. on the lookout.
1: And there we were, we're all fired up and into the sumo, and I'm typing in my little notes of how this is such good sumo. And then we watched the next match, and I had to go back and put a little note like, okay, maybe I won't get so excited about this one. I'll leave the next one to, to Amy because this is sumo. Yeah. The next
0: bat, Kirishima oh. up against uh Sanuyama. This was it. Absolutely top-notch, top-class, fantastic bout. And that's why it's so great that Asanayama is back up at this level because we're getting to see this style of sumo. I can't describe it in any way, shape or form. You have to go and watch it if you haven't already. (laughs) Kirishima got the left hand outside. Mm Asanayama had the right hand inside. They were body to body. Then Kirishima gave a little flick around of his hips and landed his other hand on. Asaniyama realized that he needed to change up his grip and we've seen a lot of uh, successful and a lot of unsuccessful Makakai attempts <laughs> as we always do. He he went for the Morzashi. He went mm-hmm. for uh, both arms on the inside, but he couldn't get close enough to Kirishima. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get his body Kirishima was so good of so good at continuing to move around and keep himself away from Asaniyama. And earlier in this bout we'd seen a little leg trip attempt uh-huh. from Kirishima. You yeah, didn't yeah. come off. But as soon as that happens, your eyes are just like, oh, here we go. It's downstairs <laughs> as well as upstairs where this action's happening. Mm-hmm. And eventually he he pulled that off and he used his left leg to dump a Saniyama down onto his back. So it was a Sodogake sort of win for Kirishima.
1: Kirishima this is one thing I I kind of not used to like about him maybe a year or two ago was He'd get in this really just unbeatable defensive position where he'd bury his head into his opponent's chests. Mm. He'd get his hips back. He'd get in this almost 90-degree kind of angle where you couldn't swipe him. You couldn't move back and do a Hataki Komi. And he just had this kind of just unsurmountable defensive position. And we haven't seen as much of that. I think as Sumo has been more offensive lately. And maybe that could be one point of where it got him where he is now. But this was like a clear example of I think what a lot of his sumo used to be where it's the same that's what you what you were kind of saying he he just locks him he kind of had his hips back where asanoyama couldn't really get a full belt grip he was trying different things to throw him or twist him they'd spin around but Kirishima was just full defense mode the whole match he'd anytime asanoyama would give him an opening the makekai or coming in too close with the legs he'd try for something but he was always waiting for the right moment then it, yeah and bam right found at the end that there. right
0: moment that's exactly. exactly right
1: yeah and it was good oh. i think
0: that's why i didn't want you to award the mantle of ozeki sumo to to short eye earlier <laughs> for a little <laughs> throw on the bales i think it's because we saw a clear example of it here between kirishima and asaniyama and even a little bit the the wakamoto haru nishikigi uh about I, I won't go as far as that but this yeah. bout was so enjoyable to watch and a real gift and treat to uh, those of us who partake of the great <laughs> sport of sumo. So we were left with a couple of bouts left. We had mm-hmm. uh, Tamoshin, for and sure, Hoshori.
1: Yeah, I'm curious what you thought about this match, Um I'm a big fan of Tamawashi. I've I've always loved him. I'm a big fan of Hoshoryu. I've always thought he's going to be Ozeki someday. You could see him working his way through. Well, he is. Good news. He is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He got there. missed it. (laughs) (laughs) Who? What? Huh? (laughs) Pardon? (laughs) But today's match just felt sloppy. I didn't like what Mm. I saw from Hoshoryu today. He's lost
0: it a bit, hasn't he? He's he's lost the rhythm, I would say.
1: Yeah, his his rhythm, his confidence, maybe the pressure. I'm sure from his uncle, I, I can imagine the the tweets and the phone calls that he's been getting the last couple of days. I but think the
0: pressure might be a little bit off with the uncle. I think that I Shari, think so. uh might have been really happy that he got there, and he was like, "Good job." I think the pressure's internal. No, no,
1: no, no. They had the they had the pre-basho interview, which I think was on ah. Al- and you said, you know, his uncles always bothered him. Ozeki, Ozeki, Ozeki. And the second he got to Ozeki, oh, no. now it's just oh, Yokozuna, 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 Yokozuna. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. poor kid just doesn't get a break.
0: Okay. Pressure, internal and external.
1: Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, he went, He went. I wouldn't call it a henka, a meat move. I guess you could see he he shifts mm. to the left. He tried to get Tamawashi's belt and, and just send him out Okuridashi, but tamawashi will always do what tamawashi does so there's there's that merit to his sumo it's not working for him so far this basho but he recovered from the meat move he goes in for the nodawa he does what he always does um i showed you i don't i don't have a good grip on what he tried to do from yeah. there i but he got tamawashi back on the bales and just dove into him i don't know he had his his right arm locked up in tamawashi i don't know if he had it on tamawashi or tamawashi was holding his arm but he just just dove into him and luckily managed to get tamawashi over the bail before he he spilled out it just you said luckily there you
0: said luckily and you asked before what i thought of this uh about i thought that he was lucky actually i thought there, Mm -hmm. there were a number of times where the balance could have gone either way he was really good at keeping his feet and particularly at the end just managed to shift his body weight in a way where he wasn't taken over the edge so obviously that's good sumo sense coming through you know and his his yeah. uh, experience and everything like that but you can see that there's something not really happening and I think that there was a fair amount of luck to, that played into this For because sure. we've spent a lot of time spent talking about uh hoshori as well but poor tamawashi he's zero five oh, so no. there's always also that uh, aspect of this that he is not in form and perhaps uh hoshori shouldn't have quite had so much difficulty uh mm. putting him a- away uh,
1: tamawashi
0: gambarek you can do it. <laughs>
1: Ganbare, Tamawashi.
0: We're here for uh, your first win uh hopefully tomorrow. I'm not even gonna look who that's against yet, oh, so I no. don't jinx <laughs> someone. <laughs> but um yeah, Tamawashi zero and five. you is three two and three. Yes, problems Oof, there. Yeah. But at least he got that win today. Uh Arby and Takakesha with the final match of the day. Uh, we're replaying, well, they fought in between, but replaying that uh, famous uh, playoff oh, <laughs> where oh. Abi came out on top where everybody was so shocked by his yeah. previous bout against Takeyasu. Uh It will never leave my mind and I will always mention it. Now, at, some st- at some stage I'm going to stop mentioning that, but not today. <laughs> uh, here, Abi... Uh, Ended up out first. That's the way I'm going to describe
1: it. <laughs> VN, Keshou, see you tomorrow. Yeah, Sumo Mainichi. He Fortunate. pulled.
0: <laughs> Takakesho came forward. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Abi was out. I mm-hmm. don't know what happened. It was the last bout of the day. They don't show no. the replay for ages. I was off down the other end of the house. <laughs> do, do you have a theory of what happened here?
1: I, I was in the same boat. It was it was a quick match. I mean, I thought Takakesho just came in too hard, maybe or or something. There's something I felt. Odd about one of their approaches and I and I couldn't figure out what it was and just just at the moment I had um the Abema feed on. I'm not sure who the Oyakata they had on doing commentary was, but I did catch the um the comment that he made that Tachi tachiai was was weird or was not what he he normally does. It wasn't what you'd expect from Takakeisho, and and that Kesho has a very kind of um uh expected you know style to his predictable Mm -hmm. yeah predictable thank you and of course so does abby we all know abby's style as well both hands up in the throat and and what the oyakata said was that you know abby was expecting that and takakesho just came in and and at a weird angle or weird direction and abby just got flustered and and didn't know how to react because he had such a sudden set perception of what was coming in yeah so he
0: went to plan b which is pool
1: or yeah, basically yeah that he that he didn't even have time to go to a to a plan B and I, I just mm-hmm. I heard the comment as I was getting set up for for recording so I, I might have missed a a bit of something here or there but from what I heard him say that's what yeah basically Abi just got flustered and didn't know how to react to this odd or unexpected Tachi from Taka Keisho. and I and I think it's similar again I think Taka Kesho got pretty lucky that he won that one because again he was just kind of diving in. But yeah. I, was, I was expecting at least a mono e, and you could see the cameras all flying oh, around. The no, no
0: <laughs> My eyes were on the foot. I saw it. Yeah. It's straight out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that means that uh, Takake Show ends up on four one. Let me give you a little bit of a leaderboard here because there is no one left on five wins. Everybody um, from yesterday who was on uh, five wins lost. And so that means the leaderboard is Takikesho, Magashira5, Gono the Tachi Eye Specialist we've learnt today, Onosho, Takiasu, Kinbozan. He lost today, Mitakumi. He won. Atami Fuji and Tsurugisho, and a whole pack of excellent fellows on uh, three wins. So, a very exciting uh, day six coming up. Take me through the Tarakimi tomorrow.
1: we have a lot of interesting matchups for tomorrow uh, looking at our leaderboard Tsurugi Shou, uh is up against Kotonosho. we have both leaders Mittakaumi and Atami Fuji facing off against each other tomorrow four and one and this will be the first time that they are meeting each other in makuuchi uh, Ono sho is up against Kotoeko one and four and then we have another. 4-in-1 matchup of Ono... Oh sh- nope, sorry. Another 4-in-1 matchup of Gonoyama and Takayasu. They met once before, and Gonoyama took the win. Uh, and then looking up at the top of the Torikumi, Asanoyama and Hoshoryu in the final bout of the day, Kirishima has Shodai. And the thing, Amy, you were most worried about, I want to spoil this for you, poor old Tamawashi 0 5 mm. is up mm. against... Four and one Takakesho, who has a oh. 13 to eight winning record against our our boys. Well,
0: you never know. You never know. We will be back with you tomorrow. Rob, I'll see you for some Friday Night Sumo. Looking
1: forward to it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
0: Bye.